On Tuesday, Governor Kathy Hochul delivered her third State of the State address, which included a plan to develop more housing in the five boroughs, a plan that got a thumbs up from New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who was in the Assembly Chamber at the Capitol for the speech. And Mayor Adams joins us on the Capitol Press Room to share some of his reactions to the address. Welcome to the show, Mayor. Thank you very much. It was great being in Albany, uh, just interacting with uh, Speaker Hasty and Majority Leader Cousins, not only talking about the challenges of for us, but just really having some face time, talking about our families and how we got to navigate these times that we're all facing as New Yorkers. Well, turning to policy, what was it about the governor's proposal to amp up uh, the housing creation and the, the pace of housing creation in New York City that resonated with you? Well, last year, as you know, uh, we had nothing that came out of Albany around housing. Uh, the governor was really focused on housing. We announced a 500,000 uh, units of housing uh, in a decade that we wanted to do a moonshot goal, uh, but we were unsuccessful in getting that uh, through Albany for a number of reasons. But this year, I think that the cars are aligning correctly. And number one, the state needs to do its part. That includes some form of tax incentive for housing, of raising the FAR. How do we do conversion, basement apartments, but just being creative. And then we have to do our part in the city. And that is the citywide tax amendment and zoning changes that we want to do to really stop the failure of building housing. This is an inventory problem that we're facing with affordability. Yeah, the items the governor laid out in her State of the State address and her State of the State book include uh, the tax credit for new construction, a tax credit for conversions, uh, ability to address density, as well as uh, basement apartment uh, legalization, for lack of a better word. Are those all things that you feel like New York policymakers, New York City policymakers, excuse me, are willing to get behind? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, we're seeing real success as we move around the city to talk about these creative ways of building housing. We have to get back in the business of building housing. We're long from the days of the Mitchell-Lama programs and the teachers and officer next door programs. There were so many creative ways we saw in the past, and we thought that we were just going to continue without replenishing our housing stock. And far too many communities are not building affordable housing at all in their neighborhoods. So we can't say not on our block. You have to build on every block, every community, and we have to make it affordable. You have what you describe as this moonshot goal for housing creation. Do you feel like what the governor has laid out provides the tools to actually accomplish that? Or does the plan from the governor need to go even further? Should state lawmakers look to tackle this in other ways that uh, the governor has not uh, proposed at this point? Well, it's, it's a... Uh, three levels of government, and it must be a three-level of government approach. Uh, the governor laid out her portion, and the four bullets that she uh, produced really could assist just in the mere area of conversion of office space. We have about 138 million square feet of office space that's not being used right now. It could turn into affordable housing. And we have our role in the city, the city council and the mayor's office, we must look at how we have been building housing and how we have not been building housing in the city. Dan Garotnick, who's over at City Planning, laid out an ambitious and an ambitious plan. And I think this is an opportunity for us to finally start building housing that New Yorkers need. Last year's effort to strike a grand 
bargain on housing was undermined in part by Governor Hochul's unwillingness to negotiate on the idea of so-called good cause eviction, which was really important for at least a small but meaningful portion of the majorities in the state legislature. In terms of accomplishing something on housing this year, should the governor be prepared to accept some version of good cause eviction? I think oftentimes we see that the bumper sticker slogans get in the way of producing a product that we're all looking for. Uh, finding tenant protections and at the same time incentivizing building uh, in the city, in the state, is a duality that we all should be able to live with. And I think that throughout the year, uh, there, has, there has been a number of conversations, there have been a number of them, uh, that people are willing to sit down at the table and find a place that we can land this plane. And I'm excited about looking forward to doing whatever I could on my part to assist in the process. Does Good Cause just have a branding problem at this point? You got any ideas for a new name that might help it move through Albany? Well, I, I think that tenant protections, that's what people are looking for. How do we protect tenants in a meaningful way without hurting, at the same time, uh, small property uh, landlords. Uh, if you have a nine, ten unit house that you invested all of your resources in, and it is it is the foundation of your wealth. If there's a problem with the tenant and doing their responsibility of paying the rent, uh, we need to make sure that we do not harm those small property landlords. But we also don't want tenants to be harassed unnecessarily. So finding that sweet spot is what we can do. And respecting the process, people brought passion to the conversation last year, and it's respectably so, because housing means a lot to so many people. And I think that we have an opportunity now to let level heads prevail and come up with a solution to this problem. Well, before we move on, let me reintroduce you for listeners uh, just joining us. This is the Capitol Press Room, and we're speaking with New York City Mayor Eric Adams. In Governor Hochul's State of the State remarks, she said that her plan for addressing New York State's migrant crisis will be revealed in the state budget, which is expected to come out next week. What are you looking to hear from the governor on this issue? And specifically, what sort of state commitment for New York City do you want to see in the budget proposal when it comes to addressing the influx of asylum seekers? And we should be clear, she has been a partner. She has been a voice uh, to our national leaders, including the White House. She has assisted in opening uh, the humanitarian relief centers on uh, Randall's Island at uh, Creedmore facility, as well as out at Floyd Bennett Field. And she has uh, really allocated uh, over a billion dollars to this uh, issue. It's costing us $12 billion over three years. Uh, but I think right now it's a financial concern. We're going to we're going to need more from the state, and at the same time, we need a decompression strategy here in the state so that it does not fall solely uh, in New York City. And we have we've had some great conversations with her, and I'm looking forward to her budget announcement. But do you have a dollar amount in mind? Yeah, uh, Jack Jihad, who's my budget director, uh, he has been meeting with the. Uh, budget leaders over in the governor's office. I'm going to let them handle that. I don't want to do anything that's going to interfere with those negotiations. And he knows the exact dollar amounts we need, and we're going to present that to the governor's people. Does that represent a, a newfound, uh, I guess, tact for dealing with Albany, the way you're, you're talking about the dollar amount? You're not getting ahead of the governor by potentially throwing out a number that's above what she might be prepared uh, to offer? No, actually, it's the same tag. Um, you know, it's often lost in the conversation how well we have been able to 
get real victories out of Albany. Uh, look at the my two years in office. We got everything from earned income tax credit, decreased the cost of child care, uh, NYCHA land trust, uh, able to get uh, the uh, those who are being employed, local hiring. Uh, when you look down the list, um, every year, uh, 90% of the things that I needed from Albany, they gave. And it's about respecting the process and respecting their ability to negotiate within their of chambers in their respective houses. And so uh, understanding the process, because I was a former senator, knowing don't get too far ahead of those up there and stay in line with them. You could get the things you need done, and that's what we have been able to uh, to accomplish. And that's how we got where we are. Uh, listen, crime is down, jobs are up, tourism are back. Uh, we have more private sector jobs in the history of this city. Uh, we are successfully negotiating with our partners on all levels of government. One of your allies in Albany, Assemblymember Jennifer Raj Kumar, a Queens Democrat, has been carrying legislation that would allow the state to issue work permits for asylum seekers as opposed to waiting for the lengthy Byzantine federal process to play out. Is that something you think the State Department of Labor and the Hochul administration should be exploring? Yes, I do. I believe we must be creative to solve an unprecedented crisis in our city. Uh, I was surprised when I met with the mayor of Albany today when she talked about, you know, being able to allow people to work and they need a judge uh, to uh, listen to some of the cases. But there's no judge in Albany County. The closest judge is in in Buffalo. Uh, This is unbelievable when you think about it, uh, that the federal government must put in place infrastructure that is going to allow us to solve this this problem. That is what a real partner uh, would do. So Assemblywoman Raj Kamal, who's also doing the cannabis bill, and now looking at giving asylum seekers the right to work, is just showing the creativity that many of my colleagues up in Albany are showing. we got to solve these real problems, and we can't do it by being uh, mentally stagnant on how to move forward. Governor Hochul has repeatedly drawn a line in the sand on increasing taxes, and that's something that came up again in her State of the State booklet. Is that the right decision, considering it will limit the state's ability to send dollars to New York City at a time when serious cuts are on the table and and you need aid from Albany? Well, when you you look at it, we are one of the uh, highest tax states uh, in the country uh, outside of uh, California, and you have to find the right balance. Uh, the last numbers that I checked uh, in New York City in general, uh, 2% of uh, New York is paid 51% of our uh, taxes. Uh, we're seeing a hemorrhaging of not only working class people, uh, but you know we're concerned about uh, losing that high tax base. Because that tax pay- base pays for our police officers, our teachers, our firefighters, uh, keeps our street- streets clean. And so she must find the right balance uh, with the leaders in Albany uh, of how do we uh, come to an economic understanding without hurting our long-term plan and our long-term tax base. So I respect her decision to make the right decision for New Yorkers. So does that mean you're comfortable with you know, sort of the status quo in spending based on the, the projections uh, without uh, the governor increasing taxes? Uh, it's not comfortable. Uh, it's trust. Uh, I, I trust her decisions around this, and I'm sure that there are going to be those in Albany who's going to uh, speak on raising uh, income taxes, particularly for high-income earners. And I think this is the part of Albany where you sit down and come to a fair negotiation strategy to come up with a plan that everyone can live with. So you won't be dropping a a new version of your show-me-the-money speech? 
Uh, not this year, but uh, I've sure enough want to see the money down in New York City. Well, we've been speaking with New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Mayor Adams, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Great speaking with you. Take care. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information.